Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Good morning. We are so excited today here at Today's Horsewoman because we're going to be talking with Larry D. Guy, a world champion breakaway roper. And Larry has has multiple world championship titles, I think about a dozen of them. So I'm sure you're going to enjoy getting to know her a lot better. Can you tell us a little bit, Larry, about how you got into the horses in the beginning? Well, my mom and dad were both, um, you know, my dad broke calves and trained horses. And my mom trained barrel horses and ran barrels. Also have a brother that ropes as well. Yes. He went to the NFR in 1993 in the calf roping. And I just grew up on a ranch in Abilene, Texas. And it was just, I didn't know any better. It's just what I did. There you go. That's a great way to grow up for sure. Absolutely. So have you always participated in rodeo events? Yes, you know, when I was younger in junior rodeos, I did all of the events, uh, rump barrels, rump poles, goat tie, team rope, breakaway, you know, we uh, ribbon rope, all, all the little junior rodeo events, and um, I enjoy them all. You know, I just took up with roping, but, you know, I love barrel race. It's probably my favorite event to watch. But I just, uh, I just always wanted to rope. Right, right. So how did you learn to do breakaway roping? My dad, um, absolutely. It was, um, that's where I learned it all. And, you know, as you grow, you, you know, you pick up things, you know, with other people and, and watching and stuff. But, you know, my brother was a calf roper and so was my dad. And then later on, my dad started team roping, but you know, that's, that's what I started doing it. I think I was my first competition I ever went to, I think I was six years old. So I grew up, you know, roping calves. Right. And I actually, you know, I tied down calves with my brother, but for the, the girls' events at the rodeos, it was breakaway rope. Right. Right. So how long have you been doing breakaway? Oh, I guess that would be, what, 44 years. Awesome. Awesome. Fifty years old, and I think my first event, I was six. So. But we started working, you know, we have 10,000 acres and Abilene, Texas, and, you know, we work cattle, and as a young kid, I mean, I had a rope in my hand, and as soon as they put me on a horse and let me go out in the pasture, so I broke a long time. That's for sure. You certainly have mastered it. What was your first title? I think my first, uh, the very first title, I think I was eight years old, and I was reserve world champion um, AJRA. That was American Junior Rodeo Association. And then when I was nine until I was 19, I was, I won the world in the AJRA. Wow. That's amazing. So what have you been up to recently? You know, we have started rodeoing a lot. Trevor Brazil, he's one of my really good friends, and he was, you know, he rodeos, you know, in the PRCA for years and years. Uh Uh-huh. I was amateur rodeoing and always staying around the house, so I trained a lot a lot of horses and gave a lot of lessons and, you know, did stuff like that. And then, like, last year in the, 
it was more last year, but well, I say last year, it's this year, but um, we we rodeoed. We left. I was gone for three months just rodeoing and, and going to the PRCA rodeos and trying to get breakaways. It's, it's in most of the rodeos throughout the year, but, you know, there's so many people, including me, that would like to see it at the NFR, same as the other events. Right. Right. So, you did you recently win the, the World Pro Rodeo Association Championship? I actually won the WCRA. It's, um, it's a great organization that's... Um, it's a great organization that's helping women in rodeos. And I won the team roping title there. And then the WPRA, WPRA, I won the team roping head and title in it as well. That's fabulous. So do many women compete in the team roping? Yeah, and the women, you know, like at the PRCA rodeos, I, I don't, it's mostly men, but in the WPRA event and in the WCRA, which is, it's, it's, it's um, they, they put on, um, they have events for all, all rodeo contestants, and then they have a women's event, and it was actually held at the South Point Casino in Las Vegas this year at the, at the very first of, um, maybe it was at the end of November. It was right there before Thanksgiving. Okay. And a great event. Um, they added $750,000 to women's, women's events. That's awesome. And um, each, event, each event paid like $60,000. I mean, it was a great event. And then yeah. the WPRA finals are held in Waco, Texas. And then our NFRs, which when we went to all the PRCA rodeos, our NFR is held in Las Vegas. It was held at the Orleans, not at the Thomas and Mass at the other events. It was held separately. And I did okay there. We made the NFR. I made the NFR, um, made the top 15, and um, had a good finals. I didn't win the world championship. That was uh, a young girl which is really cool, but it was a young girl, Sawyer Gilbert from Wyoming. Uh-huh. Hey, y'all. This is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds, located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of maximum nutrition equine feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at one 800 587-9229 and don't forget Mule City delivers what does it feel like to to be so successful in the the roping industry which, which traditionally for such a long time was a man's world 
young girls, um, I went to college, I went to Texas Tech and graduated and was gonna go and use my degrees and move off and all that and I uh, my dad wanted me to come home and ranch and train horses and rope and um, I did but he you know he was more or less he told me that that's all you'll be able to do you need to get really good at training these horses because once you know once you're out of college there's no really place that breakaway roping is gonna go and um I just don't like to be told that yeah <laughs> I don't like to be told no you know yeah and um he wanted me to help him train horses and I just thought man I'm gonna train the best horses I'm gonna I'm gonna stick the breakaway and one day I'm going to get to do, because he told me that, you know, you'll never get to do like what your brother did. You'll never get to go out there and rodeo and you know, be an FR. It's just not, you know, they're just not doing it. And, you know, turns around that around 30 years later, we're out there rodeoing and getting to do what he did and getting to go to NFRs. And I trained horses that spin to the NFR and, um, hopefully we'll have it as, you know, same as the other events. I just, um, I just don't like being told no, so I just kept working and working and tried to be successful in a man's world, you know, as soon as I come home from college. You've certainly been a wonderful trailblazer and role model, you know, for women out there everywhere that you can do anything you want if you just try. That's it. If you put your head down and work, you can, um, you can do anything you want. Absolutely. So now tell me a little bit about your teaching and your training because I, I see that on your Facebook page that you do a lot of clinics. I do. I've, I've got, um, I'm actually leaving today to go to one that I do for a church camp um, in Van, Texas at Sky Ranch. And also, you know, coming up in January, I think the 19th to the 23rd is I'm doing one in Arizona at Queen Creek for Art of the Cowgirl. And, you know, before we started rodeoing, I was doing, you know, 10 to 15 a year. It slowed down a little bit. Um, I'm still trying to do about 10 a year, but we traveled all over. I've gone to Australia. I've gone to Sweden, um, Hawaii, most, you know, everywhere in the States over here just, um, traveling and I have you know put on um I have private lessons at my ranch I enjoy helping and growing girls in roping whether it's sprinkly roping or team roping I just want to grow you know grow our sport that's wonderful so what's left on your bucket list that you want to achieve you know I said that it's kind of neat that the main thing that I had on my bucket list was to be inducted into the National Cowgirl Hall of Fame. And I got that in, you know, this, this year, 2021. Right. And um, when that happened, I just kind of smiled and I thought, you know, that's it. That's the top of the top. You know, once you get that, everything else is just fun and games now. Yeah. So, I feel like what I have left 
would be to win a gold buckle, like win, win the uh, the world in the breakaway roping. You know, just as you know, like what I was saying, the one that we have now that the rodeo pro buckle, the one that when we go to rodeos and go to NFR in Las Vegas, uh-huh. that's the buckle that uh, I guess I would say I have left to win. I need to win. I need to win that. Very good, very good. So to prepare for such a competition is that, you know, what what are you going to do to be different and be, be stronger well, this time? I just, it's really, I just need to have a good, a good summer um, when we leave, a good winter and a good summer. We get to rope at Fort Worth, we get to rope at San Antonio, we get to rope at Houston, we get to rope at the Americans. There's there's a lot of money to be won in the winter, and then I need to have a good summer and a good final. So there's kind of three different things that you prepare for, and right. they're all kind of different. The winter rodeos are a little different from the summer rodeos, and the NFR is different from the summer rodeos. Like, it's just um, three different ways of preparing. So I um, right now I'm preparing to go to those winter rodeos and, you just kind of take one step at a time and see how how it all falls. Now, I, I'm sure you ride quarter horses, but what what bloodlines or what kind of quarter horses do you look for for a champion? You know, I do. I, I ride all different ones. I've had a lot of success here lately training Starlight Gypsy uh-huh. um, Colts, and I have. I really, really like those colts, but neither one of the ones that I'm riding right now at the rodeos myself are Starlight Gypsies, but my head horse, he's one, the one that Hope Thompson that helps me train horses here at the house. She's riding the Starlight Gypsy, but I, uh, I just look for confirmation. You know, I want them to be, you know, good-footed, big enough bones. Um, strong, have some weathers. I just, I just kind of look for confirmation. If I go and buy one, I want them to be athletic and have, you know, good confirmation. And most bloodlines that I look at a lot, you know, would be the, um, I would say the Starlight Gypsies, Metallic Cats now, um, I, I get along really good with dual rays. I have to kind of pick and choose through them. Um, some of them are a little hot, and some of them are, right. you know, a little more fine because they, you know, they're so, they're bred hot. They're bred to, to do what they do. That's why they're, you know, they're great. Right. But I um, I like about anything as long as they have good confirmation, good feet, good weathers, um, and a good mind. I mean, it's, I think a lot of times, you know, having a good-minded colt to start with helps, but if you do your job, you can kind of get around any of them. Right, right. That That's very true. I believe that, too. I think it's all about the foundation that you put on them. Yes, ma'am. Very good. Well, for all of the girls out there listening today and all of the young women, how would what advice would you give them about how to leave their mark on the horse industry? Well, I kind of said it earlier, but just 
you don't ever give up. You get your head down and you work and don't take no for an answer. You can do anything that you want to do um, and just leave the world better than it was when you come in it. Very good advice for sure. Well, I appreciate you being on with us today. And how can our listeners contact you if they're interested in a clinic or, or some personal training? You know, the easiest way is just my name, Larry D. Guy. Um, look it up on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media. Everything is kind of gone to that for me. And so if you, you can find me easily on Facebook or um, Instagram. Right, right. And that's L-A-R-I for the Larry. Yes, and it's, it's Larry D is the first name. L-A-R-I, capital D-E-E, last name Guy, G-U-Y. Very good. All right, well, thank you for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. And I know our listeners have enjoyed learning more about you and about Breakaway Roping in general. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening.